0: the Be Well podcast. I'm your host, Isabella Galan, and we are in our second week of May, which is Mental Health Awareness Month. And for Mental Health Awareness Month, I have brought on one of my great, great friends, Jessica Sutherland. Hello, Jessica. How are you doing? Hi, Bella. I'm good. How are you? Thank you for having me on. Of course. I'm so excited to be able to talk about um, you, to talk about your mental health journey, and specifically um, your journey with therapy. Um Jess and I are, for those of you that don't know, um, Jess and I go to school together. She's one of my best friends, and um, we have actually known each other since freshman year. We were on the volleyball team together. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we've definitely grown with each other a lot, and we've talked about our own mental health together and... um, when she told me that she was started going to therapy and things like that, um, I knew that she had a unique perspective to offer since I don't go to therapy, but I'm I've always been very interested in it, so I thought it would be wonderful to bring her on. So thanks, Jess, for of coming course. and being willing to talk about therapy with me today. I'm so um, excited. Why don't you share, I know I gave a little brief bio on how we know each other, but why don't you share a little bit about yourself, what you do, for those of you that don't know you. All right. Hi. Me and Bella have been
1: friends for four years. As she said, we met on the freshman year volleyball team. Woo! We're both not that great, <laughs> but um, at least you know we got our friendship out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I'm very like passionate about mental health as someone who struggles with um anxiety. Um, you know, as I feel like a lot a lot of teenagers do. Um. So I've been going to therapy for I think a little bit over a year now. Um, I decided to go to therapy because I just was not doing very well junior year, and uh, one of my one of our other mutual friends, Faith, um, was telling me about um her experience with therapy, and I felt like I was kind of like losing control over my life and I really needed something to ground myself. So I decided to start therapy and it's been one of the um, best decisions I've ever made.
0: Well, I'm so glad that you decided to take that step. I know it's not super easy to admit kind of like when we need some extra help and things like that through talking to people and just sharing our feelings is not the easiest thing to do. Um, So... If you're comfortable, um, do you want to share a little bit more about like your experiences of what you were going through junior year? I feel like a lot of people can definitely relate to it. I definitely yeah. understand where you're coming from, especially that we go to a very um academically rigorous all-girl school. <laughs> yeah.
1: I feel like my um like experiences with having like such bad anxieties from when I was younger, like I would, there would be like habits in my life that I didn't know were not normal.
0: Mm. Like
1: I would throw up before school. I would throw up before ski practice because I would be so unbelievably nervous. I'd like start crying and shaking before like the Christmas concert because I was so nervous. And like, those are things that happened all the time. And like, my mom just always said I was just like a nervous little, like worried kid. But then, like as I grow, up, as I like grew up, and like those tendencies still kind of stayed. They weren't like as bad, but they would be like triggered by certain things. And like, as I feel like, um, it's kind of known that like anxiety and like depression are like comorbid. Like, something when you have like um, like symptoms of one, you most likely have symptoms of the other. So I was definitely like experiencing like, anxiety and some, like, symptoms of depression as I got to high school, and I'm happy that, like, once I started therapy, I was allowed to, like, talk about, like, all of the anxiety that I had as a child and, like, how they affected me and my teenage years with my therapist who I love so much. I haven't seen her in a few months because she just had a baby, but Mm -hmm. um, I'm really happy to have, like, talked
0: about those things that I was going through with her. Yeah. How was that experience for you finally like being able to vocalize how you were feeling and have someone kind of break that down in a way like if like you necessarily may have not understood it in that particular context before? How was that just getting it was that off scary? Your
1: it's uncomfortable. Talking about your feelings and talking about like hard things you've had to go through is very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I think like some people don't realize that like it's like oh therapy's so good for you but like when you're actually like in a session it's not it's not that fun like mm-hmm. you're bringing up things that um like really challenging experiences that are really hard to talk about but mm-hmm. when you have somebody that's like supporting you like a good therapist it's like they can really like extract those things from you and kind of like teach you how to think about them in a different light
0: yeah absolutely I think that's a really important thing to touch on that like it's I don't want to say necessarily glorified but I feel like it's become like so common to just be like oh like I feel like maybe I should go to therapy and like you think it's all fun and games like you just talk about like your day and things like that but like it really yeah. is a lot more beneath the surface and like tackling a lot deeper issues than you necessarily think of and yeah exactly and
1: especially like I my like newer therapist I've seen like for a few months now um she like I've never really talked about getting like diagnosed with anything Mm -hmm. until I went to like my first session with this new therapist and I was like hey like this is what I talked about with um my older therapist, you're like, this is like everything that I've been going through, whatever, whatever. Like, especially having panic attacks, which are also very, very mm-hmm. awful things to go through, which we could probably touch on in like yeah. a little bit. Um, and she was like, oh, so you have um, generalized anxiety disorder plus probably symptoms of a panic disorder. And I was like, mm. Whoa, girl, be, like, no. <laughs> and I was like, girl, don't be telling Whoa. me these things. Like, Girl,
0: I just met you. What? Yeah. Like,
1: what are you talking about? And she's like, no, like, it's okay. Like, you like you can get through this like you had this but sometimes it's really hard to hear somebody say like you have this disorder
0: yeah to and really she, like yeah make it like a physical tangible thing
1: yeah and i was like no i don't and she's like yes you do <laughs> <laughs> but it's very yeah it's really hard to admit it to yourself yeah so sometimes it's nice to have somebody who is like trained
0: in dealing with this stuff like tell you and say like it's okay. Yeah, and um like you said you had um a therapist before but then she had to go have her little baby so you have yeah. a new one now. Um how has that transition been because I know a lot of times therapy um changes depending on having a good therapist or not and things like that and finding one that even though they may be a great therapist they just may not work necessarily for you. So What has that experience been for you, like changing therapists and probably changing therapy styles because they're completely different people and probably approach things differently? Like you said, one was more like you're diagnosed with this and the other one didn't really go into that.
1: Yeah, I'm so glad you asked. that. I know we've talked about this before. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it was very different. So I saw my older therapist for I think about a year and then she went to go have her baby i'm so happy for her but i miss her and <laughs> so after like around two or three months i think of not having a therapist i was like all right i gotta i have to get back into it because i just was not you gotta, get, well. it yeah, you gotta have, get it off your chest yeah gotta get it off your chest yeah and like i another reason why i wanted to start therapy i know this was like the first question but was, like, you have to give yourself time to process all the things that you're going through. Like, all of mm-hmm. your feelings. Like, just give yourself an hour in the week to, like, actually understand and, like, feel the feelings. Because yeah, I feel like in this society, like, we aren't – we don't ever think. We just do. We just mm. – I go to school. I do this. I do this. I do a million Like, things, autopilot. Autopilot. I, I do homework. And the moment I have free time, I don't sit there and go – Hey, today I felt really anxious. This is how I'm going to like um like let it out. I just go on TikTok. <laughs> like <laughs> real. It's not real helpful for me at all. So I think just having that like one hour a week or one hour every two weeks with somebody who's, you know, trained to help you is like so beneficial for your mental health. So after having those two months of not really like processing any of my like Um, like, anxious thoughts or anything, Um, I really needed to go back, so I went to see this new therapist, and um, she is good, except she's a lot more, like, by the books than my other therapist was, like, we used to have, like, really deeper conversations, and, like, we talk a little bit more about, you know, how this situation made me feel, and, like, here's, like, some coping uh, mechanisms like she would give me like activities to do throughout the week like here's a thought why do you think you're having this thought like what is a proactive way to change that form mm-hmm. of thinking um which has been very like very beneficial i think i would did that for like a few months
0: with my mm-hmm. older therapist and like that... active recall in a yeah
1: yeah and so it keeps you like more aware of your thoughts mm-hmm. um but with my newer therapist she's a lot more like you know, this is what I'm diagnosing you with. Like, if you want, I can contact like a um psychiatrist and we can get you on meds. And I was like, mm. n- n- this is not the route I wanna be taking. Yeah. Um, but she has helped me in a, a little bit of like kind of um going back into my past and like figuring out like where a lot of my like yeah where all a lot of my anxieties originated and like especially with like having like panic attacks which i don't have that often but when i do she really wanted to like see what the triggers were which is like very different from what my
0: older style therapy was but mm. um you know we'll see where it goes yeah absolutely and i think that's also like the beauty of it like it's not always the same it's not linear and just like mental health in general it's like depending on who you're with or what's going on at that certain moment of your life it's all gonna change and that's okay and sometimes things work and sometimes things don't but it no matter what like you're still gonna learn something from it and everything happens for a reason. I always say that probably way too much to justify a lot of things, but it's true. Everything does happen for a reason. You're with this therapist right now for a reason, and um, it has made you the person that you are today. So, how do you think you have changed or grown as a person, whether that's like mentally, spiritually, or maybe even like just your personality in general, um, like pre therapy versus post going to therapy?
1: That's such an interesting question. I think that, like, after going through counseling, I now know that, like, I am not my thoughts. Like, I am not my anxieties. Like, even though you're feeling this way, like, that it's not what defines you.
0: That's really powerful. Yeah.
1: And I also think that, like, especially someone with, like, more high functioning, like anxiety and depression were like if you met me like i'm very outgoing like i'm very mm-hmm. friendly like yeah on face value like i don't i don't seem like i have any of these issues and that even though that i do have anxiety like it doesn't mean that like it's something that defines me or it's not something that you know is wrong with me like nothing yeah. is wrong with me i'm like i'm beautiful the way i am but i just have some things that i have to deal with and i have to process um, differently than some other people.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think that was like the perfect way that like you can put it. (laughs) It, it just makes so much sense. And like, like you said, I know we talked about this in like last week's episode too, it's like, you truly never know what someone's going through and you never know what lies beneath the surface. And it's why you can't ever judge a book by its cover.
1: Yeah. I, I like really feel for like other people who also have, um, I think high-functioning is the word for it, but, like, it's more on, like, the outside. Like, I don't seem very, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like um, like, very shy or, like, very worried all the time. Like, I feel like I'm just a normal teenager, but, you know, it's something that, you know, does come across my mind a lot, mm-hmm. but I'm happy that, like, I have the resources to, like, Rewire this way of thinking, and that's another thing we brought up in therapy a lot. It's like there's nothing wrong with you,
0: we're just rewiring your thinking, mm. yeah, just like rerouting it. Like when we're driving, me and Jess are quite the drivers, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <like> re- rerouting <laughs>
0: the GPS, yes, rerouting the GPS. We're just rewiring your thinking, yeah. And I know if you feel comfortable, um, you mentioned like with panic attacks and things like that, how has that been like finding like new coping mechanism- mechanisms to like deal with that um throughout like your everyday life like do you has going to therapy help you realize like when they're coming on or is it still something that is a little hard to process
1: yeah i think it's something that's really hard to process like i've had i think around 6 or 7 panic attacks since i don't know in the past few- Not even year, like eight months or so, Mm -hmm. and they're really hard to like talk about or like even like with my therapist, like when she is trying to like describe it, like that panicky feeling, like really doesn't Mm -hmm. doesn't. I want to say like doesn't go away, but like when it's when you trigger like the memory of a panic attack, it starts to make you feel very worried. Yeah, I feel like if you haven't experienced that before, it's hard to like relate to it, Mm -hmm. but. Um, especially after like as you know I got into a car accident mm. the beginning of this year and yeah. I know all like all like stupid teenagers get into car accidents but this like really messed me up and um, that was like really hard for me to deal with especially with the panic attacks I think I had four panic attacks related with that car accident. Mm, wow, especially while driving after that, like yeah, very very stressful. And like the
0: I like have you have never experienced a panic attack, right? No, I've definitely. Well, my voice kind of just. <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> um, I've definitely, and I feel like most people have like more of like anxiety over situation, mm-hmm. like before you go in, like. When I was younger, and even in high school, there would be certain things where like, oh, you're going to this event, and I was like, I can't go. I can't meet with these people, like and just like make yourself sick to your stomach. And never to the point where I threw up or anything. But like I would just feel like, Oh, I can't go. Like my stomach hurts so bad, like I just couldn't, but never to the point of a panic attack.
1: Yeah, like that panicky feeling. Like I totally like 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 anxiety. Yeah. A panic attack is usually when you like feel like some sort of anxiety and it honestly can come out of nowhere like like I've had a panic attack like at night like Mm. because my room was messy like it comes on kind of out of nowhere sometimes and the best way I could describe it as like the room closing in on you Mm. like You start getting really out of breath and really shaky, and that anxious feeling keeps building and building until you feel like the room is closing on you. And I always like describe it to my therapist as like I'm not in my body right now. Like it feels Mm. like an out of body experience. Like I feel like I could see myself from like like a third point of view, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I think it's called dissociating. Like you dissociate from your body. And It's really scary because you, like, a complete, like, lack of, you have no control over your body, and it only lasts for a few seconds in my experience. I know other people have had it last longer, Um, but, yeah, it's, like, a very, very disturbing feeling, and it's hard to talk about Mm -hmm. without feeling that, like, like, like contraction in your chest like yeah. that something's gonna happen um but like I don't like I always I told my therapist like I don't wish that feeling on my worst enemy like it's mm-hmm. awful um and it, it sucks <laughs> like yeah having like a- anxiety built to that point is just awful and it's really it's like because it's so hard talking about with your therapist it's hard to like cope like, find mm. a coping mechanism for it. Yeah. It's something that almost just, like, happens to you. You kind of just have to deal with it. Um, mm. But, yeah, I I think having, like, a little bit, like, kind of, like, um, I think dealing with anxiety in, like, very, um like, meditative ways, I guess. Like, journaling, mm-hmm. like, meditation, which I know you do a lot. Yeah. And, like other things that just make you feel happy and just make you feel like control your stress a little bit I think that really helps with the panicky feeling that like ultimately builds to a panic attack if that makes any sense
0: yeah I mean thank first of all thank you for sharing that I know that it's not easy to talk about and I truly admire you and like even as a friend and like we've been friends for years it's like even just this like I feel like I just have so much love for you and I'm so proud of you for being able to not only talk about it, but like to go through that and like to go through it, like not even like just like a one-time thing, like having to go through that with a therapist and things like that. I'm very, very proud of you. First of all, that's Mm -hmm. the first thing I want to say. And I love you. And the, I want to kind of take that and like those coping mechanisms, like you said, like it's hard. because it's like, you don't even want to bring it up. So it's like, how do I find ways to cope with it if I don't even like want to bring it up, Mm -hmm. which I totally understand. But what are some outlets that you found like fun, creative outlets that um, help you relieve stress when you find yourself either building stress to the point of a panic attack level, or even if it's like stressing Mm -hmm. over like little things? Yeah, that's a good question, because I'm still figuring that out. (laughs) That's okay. That is okay.
1: Like, I still, like, I know we talk about this. I know this is very personal. But, like, even as a senior in high school and yeah. I'm into college. Like, I got into college, mm-hmm. a great college in December. and Burn, Go to Holy Cross. Yes. Go Crusaders. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, even as somebody who's committed to a college and, like, really does not have that much, I guess, stress, like, academic stress on them. Like, I still sometimes wake up in the morning so anxious that I have to throw up. Like, mm. I don't there's no reason sometimes there's no reason for it and like that's okay that's just how you know how my brain works but we were talking about like coping mechanisms like for me it's a lot of like sometimes in the morning like I'll pray like Mm -hmm. I as you know as a Christian like sometimes like in the morning like if I'm just I know my anxious feelings are gonna get the best of me I'll just say like hi god like please just (laughs) hey (laughs) Bessie. hey girl um like jesus please let me like please control these feelings and like please help me like get through the day and i think those like just two minutes of just like thinking yeah thinking and feeling like really helps and also like just get off tiktok like get off that damn (laughs) app like it literally (laughs) is so bad for you like you need to like, I'm, I'm all in for TikTok. I have, like, two hours a day on it. But, like, <laughs> Girl, just, like just, like, process your feelings. Don't bottle yeah. it up until the last minute where then all those feelings just explode. Like, yes. just come home from school and just chill. Take and care say, of yourself. Yeah, take care of yourself. Like, say, like, I felt all these feelings today. And let me, like, think about them. Let me feel them. Let me not ignore them. Go on autopilot and just push them deeper deeper into myself and then I feel like if you keep doing that in that like unhealthy way like you're gonna have a moment where you just like tick and explode and like just all those bottled up things are gonna just gonna come to the surface and that's for me that those are my times when like I'll have a panic attack or I'll have like just a really really anxious
0: response to like something really small yeah and I totally totally get that and like I've mentioned a few times in like other episodes too like the point of taking care of yourself mentally Mm -hmm. is not only just for those moments when like you feel like you hit rock bottom but it's so you can recognize like when those feelings are starting to come on and try and like mitigate it before it gets to that breaking point like try to yeah totally find the times to say like okay like hey, I can sense this feeling is coming on and that's not going to be good for me. And like, yeah. try to see what you can do to take action then rather than ignoring it, bottling up the emotion, kind of pretending that it doesn't really exist or that it's not big enough of a problem and that there's other problems going on that are much worse than our little, our quote unquote little problems. And then yeah, exactly. just bottling it up and letting it get to that boiling point.
1: Yeah. And especially like dealing with those feelings, like they're really hard. Like, and it's really annoying. Like, <laughs> it's hard. You don't want to face your feelings. Like, I wouldn't, like, it's painful, but yeah. I think you have to do it in order to, like, live, like, with, like, a healthy mindset. Yeah, and also grow as wanna, a person. Yeah. I also just want to add that, like, when you're saying, like, deal with your feelings or, like, you know, take care of yourself. Like it does not have to mean you have to go outside and like meditate for half an hour. Like literally do anything. Like I will, like yesterday I was feeling very like anxious and I was so exhausted and I was starving and I was so tired. Um, I literally took a bath and I drank a Diet oh, Coke jealous. and that was like made me feel so much better. And so that's hashtag just, self-care. Yes, that's that's self-care for me. Like yeah. go on the bath for 25 minutes and drink a Diet Coke. Like sometimes that's all you need.
0: Yeah. Aw, I love that, Jess. <laughs> it's so cute. I love it. Um, yeah, so any final like remarks that you want to make? I mean- you've really I feel like have related to so many people and like that are listening and um ultimately like thank you for sharing your story about therapy and panic attacks and just anxiety in general um and I know we've also talked about this how you've said you think everyone should have a therapist mm-hmm. um do you want to elaborate on that a little bit yeah. as like our last remarks
1: If you have the resources, like the financial resources and, you know, you have access to therapy, go. It has been such a rewarding experience to be able to be like those, all those anxieties and those depressive feelings that I have experienced, like those are not me. Like those don't define me. There is nothing wrong with me. And I think that was a big thing of when I first started going to therapy. I was like, hey, this is what's going on and there's something wrong. Like I need you to fix me. Yeah, therapy is not a automatic fix. It's just a like digging deeper into yourself and kind of becoming a like true truer version of yourself. Like you're truly letting your like personality blossom because you're taking Mm -hmm. away all of those like garbage. Yeah, Yeah. like (laughs) like you're working through all of like I don't want to say garbage because I feel like sometimes like I don't want to think of like anxiety as a bad thing because it's Mm -hmm. it's not and like nothing about you if you struggle with mental health, is bad or wrong or, like, imperfect. Like, you're perfect the way you are. It's just sometimes we just need to make ourselves a little bit better mentally so we can live to our best potential. So if you have the resources to go to therapy, please go. For me, it's been, like, the best experience, like, of my life. And I don't know, like, if I would, like, be talking right now. if like, I didn't go to therapy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh,
0: thank you so much, Jess, for of course. coming on and sharing your experience. Like I said before, I know it's not easy. And um, I've definitely seen such a big development in you as like even as a friend before this conversation, mm-hmm. even like, just by you going to therapy and sharing with me how much you love your therapist and how much she's helped you and like, even like the good t- through the good times and the bad and I'm just overall so proud of you for sharing your story. So thank you for coming on and sharing with Be Well.
1: Thank you for having me. It's been such a, like, a pleasure to talk about it. And I hope that, like, I've made it less, um, not less serious, but, like, less, like, taboo. Like, it's very normal to experience these things. And I hope that, like,
0: some people related to it. Absolutely. I know there are people that did. So thank you again for coming on and thank you everyone for listening to the Be Well podcast this week during Mental Health Awareness Month. Please make sure to follow us on Instagram at the Be Well podcast and as well follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts for new episodes that air on Fridays. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode and we'll see you next week. Bye Bye. Everyone.